The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Praise the Lord and good morning everyone. I'm Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable Channel 1519 in Los Angeles. From 6 to 7 a.m on station KQTA-TV, channel 15.3, and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, channel 9 in El Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. And from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church is located at 1043 Middle Street, it is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign of the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Kali for 99 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and Ada B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late Chief Pastor William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer 
or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. To all the fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Today, we not only celebrate all the fathers, but also our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is the father of us all. To start off today's program, under the leadership of Emilia Hahn, the church choir will sing for you the uplifting song entitled, He Made a Way. Please follow along and sing with the choir as you see the words appear on your screen. The God-given talents of the church band, under my direction, 
We'll play the energetic tune entitled, Do Lord. The Lord is speaking to your hearts today. Do take him as your personal savior, master, and Lord, so that you too may become doers of the word. For today is a day of salvation, if you will but hear his voice. As it reads in Proverbs 17:6, children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. This is an uplifting scripture and most befitting for Father's Day. This blessed morning we have our soloist, Sherlyn Abing, singing the moving song entitled Spirit Song. Let him fill your heart 
God is great, and with Him all things are possible. So let us sing our praises unto the Lord, as it says in Psalms 156 verse. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Lending near to our church choir, singing the majestic and dynamic song, 
make his praise glorious.
of Jesus upon our hearts, we have the trumpet section from our church band playing the wonderful song, Deeper, Deeper. Each day we will pray and draw nearer and deeper to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. the musical selection of our program is the vocal trio of Christy, Seneca Rose, and Sierra Lynn Hahn. They will sing this comforting song entitled Precious Memories. As we reflect on all our lives with God, all the precious memories of our Lord fill our hearts and soul. It gives me great pleasure to dedicate this number to a very faithful and hardworking couple in Christ, Associate Pastor Timothy and Emilia Hahn Sr. 
The Lord smiles down upon you both for all your diligent prayers, love for others, and all the work you do for the gospel work. May the Lord continue to bless you both pressed down and overflowing as you draw closer to Him in this life as well as that to come. Have a blessed Sunday. Precious memories, unseen angels, sent from somewhere to my soul. How they linger ever near me, and the sacred past
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I would like to repeat our television time station locations in the continental United States for a viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on Charter Cable channel 1519 in Los Angeles, and from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KQTA-TV channel 15.3 and Comcast channel 238 in San Francisco, Oakland, and San Jose. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming and from 6 to 7 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 5503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about the gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning the schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sundays, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services held every Wednesday evening only at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Lena K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotopato, Mindanao, Philippines. At our Maui branch church in Lahaina, Maui, services are held every second Sunday of the month. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donation to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now I'd like to return our program to head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Pastor Billy? Thank you, Melvin. Some of you in our viewing audience are undoubtedly wondering if the participants in our telecast are compensated in any way to perform in the choir, band, or special vocal and instrumental groups. My answer is an emphatic no. Let me reassure you all that every person you see in our telecast are bona fide members of the Apostolic Faith Church who give their total rehearsal and performance times as well as their talents willingly from the heart for the glory of God and for absolutely no monetary gains of any kind. Contributions from our TV viewers are used, in fact, to help maintain these weekly telecasts. And through your generosity and financial help, I'm able to bring forth such sermons as the one I have prepared for today and entitled, The Father of Us All.
My prayer is that today's sermon will touch you spiritually and cause you to understand its reality and importance to every participant in our viewing audience. Today, we celebrate Father's Day, a day set aside to provide fathers throughout the land the honor and love and respect due unto them. Many have experienced that being a parent is not an easy job. Raising children is not an easy task. We often pattern ourselves after our parents because they were a great influence on our lives since birth. Not all parents are good parents. Parents that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ follow His teachings and raise their children by teaching them godly values, help them to grow and flourish as good Christians. Children learn by observation. When parents teach by example, by following good moral values and upright spiritual righteousness, such as integrity, honesty, goodness, and other Christian attributes, that is the best knowledge that we can give them. Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. It is always best to train and instruct a child by example. God's love for his children cannot be measured. As parents, we must cherish and love our children. Hebrews 12, 6 reveals, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. The Lord disciplines us when discipline is due. He wants us to be blessed in this life, and He does not want us to lose out on our eternal blessings that He has promised to all who endure until the end. In addition, He also comforts us when we need comfort. He encourages us when we need encouragement. He strengthens us when we need strength. He helps us in numerous ways, and above all, He never ceases to love us. And He encourages us as parents to apply His character traits in raising our children. Paul admonishes all fathers and children in Ephesians 6, 1-4, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And thy fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Parents and children have a responsibility to each other. Children, there is a difference between obeying and honoring. Obeying means to do as you are told. Honoring means to show love and respect to your parents. While you are in your parents' care, God instructs to obey your parents, but to honor them remains throughout your life. As fathers, we should not provoke your children to anger, lest they be discouraged and go astray, as many do today. In this earthly life, a son or daughter honoreth their father by being obedient. In the spiritual life, we honor our Father in heaven by yielding our lives unto Him. However, today, the fear of the Lord is being despised and many pollute the name of Jesus Christ when they should instead pay homage to His holy name. We as fathers must learn to discipline our children, even though sometimes it may require discipline of the rod. We learn in Proverbs 23, 13-14, Withhold not correction from the child, for if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Thou shalt beat him with the rod, and shalt deliver his soul from hell. The body may hurt temporarily, but the soul will be spared eternally. Fathers must discipline their children out of a deep and sincere love for them. Good Christian upbringing must begin in the home, and because the world is full of violent sin and unbelief, the children of Israel called him our father but yielded him no obedience or respect as documented in Isaiah 63, 16. Thou wilt thou art our father, though Abraham be ignorant of us, and Israel acknowledge us not. Thou, O Lord, art our father, our redeemer. 
Thy name is from everlasting. In the book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 6, the prophet rebukes the priest for rejecting God the Father. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest that despise my name. And he say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Neglect and insensitive to God are acts of disobedience. God wants leaders who are faithful and sincere. God deserves our obedience, honor, respect, and faithfulness. Why? Because He is always faithful, true, loving, and merciful, and compassionate, and trustworthy. And furthermore, God promises never fail. According to God's Word, the Bible, Jesus Christ is the original source of life and the creator of everything. Therefore, He is God the Father. Jesus Christ is the first and the last, as declared in Isaiah 44, 6 and 8. Thus said the Lord, the King of Israel, and His Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and beside me there is no God. Fear not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time, and have declared it? Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. John the Beloved, who was carried away in the Spirit, heard the voice of Jesus Christ, declaring, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. If we are asked who is the Almighty, we can respond confidently and without reservation that He is the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is Jesus Christ Himself who will return very, very soon to gather His waiting bride out of this sin-cursed world. This fact is clearly evident to the entire world by the rooftop sign message, Jesus coming soon, over the apostolic faith churches in Hawaii and in the Philippines. It is the Lord Jesus Christ's spiritual message and warning to the entire world. Jesus Christ provided this very clear warning to all mankind of His impending return in John 14, 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. His pledge and promise that he will personally return for his own demonstrates his love for his faithful saints of God. His return will also expose those who, who have rejected him as their Lord and Savior. They were self-sufficient, proud, insensitive, and unprepared for his coming. The Apostle Paul instructs us to learn that the Church of God is an organism and not an organization. Hence, his, body, his church, the body of Jesus Christ, is animate and full of life. And the Lord Jesus Christ is sending out a heavenly calling to become a member of his body and church. And he promises an infinite destiny to abide forevermore in heaven. When Jesus Christ comes to gather us home, furthermore, God's word offers his saints comfort and strength. During these troublesome times, it says, one, all shall not sleep. Two, the dead in Christ shall rise first. And three, live, all the living saints shall be changed and caught up in the twinkling of an eye to meet the Lord in the air. A great emphasis is placed upon that oneness of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 6. It reads, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Consolate, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Many Christian denominations do not recognize or believe that Jesus Christ is the only one true God. From these scriptures, we learn that Jesus Christ is one and the only true God, who is the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and who is above all. 
The New Testament book of Ephesians 4, 4 to 6, provides this explanation to the singleness of God, saying, There is one body, one spirit, even as ye are called, one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Jesus Christ went on to say, Call no man your Father upon earth, for one is your Father which is in heaven. Today, many false doctrines distort, modify, and change God's word and infallible truths. Traditional theology attempts to teach that Jesus Christ is separate from the Father, when in fact He is the Godhead and the only person in the Godhead. Therefore, He is the Father, regardless of what traditional theology tries to teach. Hebrews 13a makes this very clear. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Human teachings, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge are constantly changing. God's Word never changes. Since God's Word never changes, we are never misled or confused. It is so comforting to know that in this ever-changing world, we can put our trust in the One who never changes. Acts 17, 29-31 offer this gospel truth. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we are not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold, or silver, or stone, graven, carved, by art and man's device. And times of this ignorance God winked at, overlooked, but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. This may be the first time you're hearing these gospel scriptures, or maybe you've even previously rejected God's word. In either case, today you have another opportunity to accept the name of Jesus Christ and take this first step toward receiving salvation of your soul and promise for eternal life in heaven. Mark 16, 16 identifies the commandment to be baptized, saying, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 1 Peter 3.21 further explains the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore, we are enlightened just as Jesus Christ enlightened Nicodemus by the gospel of the kingdom of God and message of salvation found in John 3.5. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Water baptism relates to being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ by immersion and being born of the Spirit to be filled with God's Holy Spirit by speaking in an unknown tongue or language. This is the only Bible evidence or sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit. The speaking in tongues is the outward manifestation of the indwelling Spirit. We become a member of the Bride of Christ when we are identified with Jesus Christ in baptism. Thus, we are then entitled to inherit the promise of eternal life and to respond to Him when He calls, Come up hither, to rapture His waiting saints. The Apostle Peter used the keys to the kingdom to unlock the mystery of godliness for the whole world in Acts 2.38. Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and he shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The first step in the salvation process is repent of our sins. The Bible reveals in Romans 5:12, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. Sin is disobedience to the known will of God. Since we are all sinners, to avoid spiritual death, we must make our repentance to God having godly sorrow for our sins. Jesus Christ is the only one who can take away our sins. When we are baptized in water baptism, we take on the family name of Jesus as described in Galatians 3.27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ fulfills the scriptures and acknowledges Jesus 
as the true name of the Godhead. Furthermore, Matthew 28, 19 points to the name of Jesus Christ, saying, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name, not names, of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are merely titles of the true and living God. The titles cannot save you, but the name of Jesus Christ will. There are some today who believe that you can be baptized either by sprinkling or pouring. This is a false claim. In Romans 6, verses 3 to 4, the Apostle Paul declares, knowing not, that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. To be buried with him by baptism means that we have to be dipped, immersed, or plunged completely under the water as Jesus did when he was baptized by John the Baptist in the River Jordan. The book of Mark 1, 9-10 records, And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized of John in Jordan, and straightway coming out of the water, he saw the heavens opened, and the Spirit, like a dove descending upon him. He refined that it was Jesus Christ who set the example for water baptism by immersion. The only saving name in salvation is Jesus Christ, and thereby acknowledge the complete Godhead. This spiritual rebirth applies to men, women, and children everywhere. Our relationship will be changed to a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we will become a part of God's holy family. Today, Jesus Christ is calling everyone to become his spiritual sons and daughters. Why not accept him today as your Lord and Savior? Jesus Christ offered yet another pronouncement in John 10, 30. I and my Father are one. This scripture amplifies the fact that there is only one embodiment and not three, as many erringly profess today. The Apostle Peter boldly declared this message to the world in the moments subsequent to Pentecost. In Acts 4.12, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Please take note that when you submit yourselves to these scriptures, you're not joining the church. Instead, you are obeying God's commandments that everyone must do in order to become a member of the body of Christ, his church of whom Jesus Christ is the head. In addition, Luke 24, 47 also called proper attention to the name of Jesus, saying, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name, Jesus among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. It began in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. God was in Jesus Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God was manifested in the flesh, in the person of Jesus Christ. 
1 Timothy 3.16 reveals this in saying, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifesting the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Today, we baptize converts in the name of Jesus Christ. In these closing days of time, just as the apostles also did, examining God's word, there is no place found in Genesis through Revelation where anyone was ever baptized other than in the name of Jesus Christ. We too today follow the same doctrine and biblical authority in prayer, in healing, and in everything we do, following the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Baptism in the name of Jesus Christ signifies His death, burial, and resurrection. For whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that hath acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. It is evident that God's holy word clearly spells out the path to His righteousness and true holiness and the subsequent promise of eternal life. On this special Father's Day, let's appoint a portion of the day's sermon to our children, teenagers, and young adults everywhere. To obey, love, and honor your parents is well-pleasing in the sight of God. And therefore, Proverbs 23, 22 advise, hearken unto thy father that begat thee, and despise not thy mother when she is old. To the youth and young adults, especially those in the Lord, we encourage you to love and honor your father and mother, most importantly, when they are not or old and gray. Parents always deserve your love, honor, and respect, and more so when they are older. Never feel that we are too old to render them respect. God's word tells us that white or gray hair is a crown of glory and a thing of beauty in our parents and elders. It commands honor and respect from us as your grandchildren for children are the crown of old men and the glory of children is their fathers. Parents, our parental love is displayed when we bring our children to church and to Sunday school. That is where our spiritual education begins. Your firm example and love will encourage them to love the Lord Jesus Christ and help them to grow and mature to have good Christian character. God's word is always the best guide, the best teachings and source of discipline in training up a child so that when they are old, they will not forget it. Father's Day is actually every day of the year. And therefore, we next direct our comments to all parents who are charged with a grave responsibility of raising children. The lady Edgar Hoover once said, the parents of America can strike a telling blow against the forces which contribute to our juvenile delinquency. If our mothers and fathers would take their children to Sunday school and church regularly. As parents in the Lord, here are seven ways that we can nurture, teach, and help our children to grow into responsible adults and to flourish in the Lord. One, spend time with your children and let them know that you love them just the way they are. Two, be a good example, not only on Sundays, but also throughout the week. Three, discipline your children. Discipline is directing and guiding them toward a better way. Four, recognize and celebrate their achievements. Five, 
take the time to listen to them. We can also learn from them when we pay attention to what they are saying. Six, teach them to pray. Seven, never stop teaching them about God. On this Father's Day in this year, 2023, let us not forget to thank our Heavenly Father, as well as our earthly fathers for their loving support and care for the family. As a sidebar note, the official flower of Father's Day is a dandelion, because the more it is trampled upon, the better it grows. If you'd like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in its entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. We call upon the church band to bring our program to its conclusion with a spirited rendition entitled, I Believe Jesus Saves.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.